Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. With Aaron Goldhammer in for Amber Wilson, I'm Ian Fitzsimmons here on ESPN Radio. Goldie, let's bring in a great friend of ours. Uh, he's got Olympic gold medals. He's got NBA championships. He's a brilliant basketball mind, and he knows fine Italian cuisine in anywhere in the world. Our good friend PJ Carlissimo joins us now here on ESPN Radio, our top NBA analyst. And, and, and PJ, we greatly appreciate your time, especially on short notice. Uh, your reaction when you saw Draymond Green suspended indefinitely, Coach? Um, really no reaction, guy. It's good to be with you guys, by the way. I'm just uh... – had a Pac-12 college game last night. Just got back from uh, Eugene, Oregon, and I've been nice. jumping back and forth. Kesty and I were in Vegas, obviously for the two uh, the semis of the uh, in-season tournament, and then the championship game on Saturday, which was unbelievable. But um, I, you know, I read about it. I didn't. I, I, I shouldn't say I saw a short clip. Um, I, you can't be surprised. I mean, it, it's uh, you know, I like I love Draymond's game i've i've never been a fan of the way he conducts himself he's uh you know he's uh he's a man he's too old he's too smart to do the stuff he does i think it's hurt the team repeatedly uh and i think it was a big it's a big part of i'm gonna call it a malaise i don't know if steve would agree with me but uh steve kerr would agree with me but uh, they've been it's been for two years I, i thought the incident at the beginning of last year colored their entire season i thought they were never the same you can't for years say one of the things that made Golden State special was the camaraderie, the way the franchise operated. I think there were similarities, not not saying that that's the only way to get it done, but I thought there were similarities to San Antonio. Bob Myers did such a great job, and Steve did, and the players got along, and it just things worked. They were unselfish. There were great players. There were role players. They defended. Uh, you know, they did everything the right way. And then last year, like with all the disruptions, you can't say, hey, that's not a factor. It's just as big a factor or more of a guy being injured or somebody not playing. And it just seemed to, you know, kind of linger over the team the entire year. I'm not taking away any of the success other teams had, but I didn't think that was Golden State the way we were used to seeing them. And it certainly has not been this year for a variety of reasons. I've only had them, I've only been there one time, you know, I've, I figured we would have them a bunch the, the rest of the way. I don't know now with what's going on, but um, I, it's, it's a factor. It's a major factor. I don't expect Steve or their players, you know, to turn on him or say, well, you know, that, that, that's one of the reasons we're struggling so much. But in my opinion, it is. Uh, you, can't, you just can't have the disruptions, and, and their margin for error is not what it once was. They were over to, you know, able to overcome some of these other, I'm going to call them distractions and be polite, um, that, that have occurred. And, you know, going back to the finals, you'll never convince me that that, that didn't hurt them in the finals, the, the, the biggest distraction way back when. So, no, but too many, too often too many. I don't want to hear the excuses. It, it was, I will give him this, unlike some other ones, it was kind of crazy. I mean, he was doing a spin and, you know, was he actually trying to hit him or not? I, I don't know, but he, he unfortunately doesn't get the benefit of the doubt anymore. And he, he's earned that fact um, that when they, when Joe Dumars looks at it or Adam looks at it or anybody, you can't say, well, you know, maybe he wasn't trying to you say, come on. I mean, how many times can we look the other way? Uh, so enough's enough. 
Coach, um, at what point, as you try to balance as a coach, how great a player is with some of the things that they're doing that are disruptive to the team, at what point do the disruptions become uh, more important than the value? I think a coach is going to feel differently. It, that, that's where uh, Bob Myers or Mike Dunleavy now, um, that's where they come into it because things like how much money's owed him and what can we get if we're going to move him or, you know, you can't just blow away a, a huge contract and say, uh, that's it. We don't care what happens. Uh, it, there are other factors. Um, you know, owners get involved in this sometimes too, but uh, and, and probably deserve to. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a fan of basketball people making basketball decisions. That's not always the way it is in, in Golden State either, by the way. Um, but um, I think they're way beyond that point. Uh, you know, I think the players, there's a, a strong, strong loyalty from the guys that have been there a long time that have, have won rings together and have played and shared a locker room with him for many years. And I never expect them to go against him. And, and Steve to a slightly lesser extent uh, as a coach. But Steve more so is, is tasked with what's best for the team, what's best overall for the organization. Mike Dunleavy and, and Bob, when he was there for their years, and Bob was always credited with being a real factor in um, somehow mediating all these uh, incidents that occurred. Um, I just I think they're well beyond that point. Me from the outside, it's none of my business. Um, but I, I'm, I'm astounded. I think they've bent over back, more than backwards um, and looked the other way and given uh, Draymond, despite all the great things he's done for the franchise, I think they've given him more than enough leash, more than enough another chance. So um, to me, it's not, it's not a hard decision. Now, I'm saying it's not a hard decision. If they ever go down that road, what can they get for him? You know, he's later in his career right now. Um, it's the NBA. There's always somebody that thinks it's going to be different in their place than it, it than it's been somewhere else. But this will be a pretty interesting test if they choose to go down that road because you're not talking a young guy and you're not talking a, a one or two time uh, offender, for lack of a better word. You know, like I mean, you, you, you bet you better be ready. You better be ready for dealing with it yourself if it if it comes down your way because he's been Draymond's been very open about he disagrees with the, the, the way he's been typecast and he thinks he's being unfairly. I'm putting words in his mouth. But, I mean, it's not like he's saying, yeah, I, you know, I was wrong. I've been wrong all these other times. I'm going to change. He doesn't say that. So that that's not going to make, if they choose to trade him, release him, do whatever the heck he can do, whatever options are there, uh, it's not going to make it easy. P.J. Carlissimo here with us uh, and giving us his expert opinion on the indefinite suspension of Draymond Green. In case you are just tuning in, the Warriors Ford has been suspended by the NBA indefinitely with Aaron Goldhammer in for Amber Wilson on me and Fitzsimmons. On that last comment, Coach, would you trade for him? Would you want him? No. No. Why? Definitely not. Just because I don't want to deal with that. I, you know, I, I just, he walks that line that, I am going to compete and and play the way I want to play, talk to officials the way I want to talk to them. And if if I've got to step up and and show that I can't be punked or whatever, I'm going to do what I want to do. It's too hard to coach a team that way. You can't have somebody like that. You can't can't look your other guys in the eye, particularly your young guys, and go, we're not having any of that except for him. You You can't coach that way. You can't win that way.
PJ Carlissimo is with us, the NBA on ESPN Radio. Uh, Draymond suspended indefinitely uh, earlier tonight, and we are reacting to it. Um, Coach, when, when it comes to a player like this, um, do you what do you think the guys in the locker room now might be thinking about where they go from here? I think it's mixed. I think uh, NBA players are way, 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 way beyond loyal to other NBA players. Players very, very, very seldom go against another player. Certainly not publicly, but even not within the confines of the locker room. It, you know, they can just say, hey, that's Draymond. And we're talking one of the you know, best players, a, a borderline Hall of Fame player, a guy we've won championships with. If you talk to the, the older guys in there, he deserves to be treated differently. Um, there are other guys who don't know any better, some young guys or whatever are going to lean on the other guys. So, no, uh, but I, I, I believe, uh, you know, I, sh- I probably shouldn't even have an opinion, but like, it, it, let me put it this way. It would not surprise me if Draymond has a lot less support in that locker room and a lot less guys, you know, willing to go the extra mile to defend him and say, we still need him. We, we, we want him there. And that, that's what we need to be successful. I, I think his support has got to be um, at the low point. It's, it's been in, in that locker room ever uh, in golden state. Coach, we Even always have players, not publicly, but, privately got to be shaking their head going, man, I mean, how many times can this happen? We're a couple of games below 500. We're like working like hell to even make the playoffs, much less, you know, credibly say we can win the championship again. I, I, I thought they were still in the mix last year. I really did. Um, it just because they you know, they still have a, a core group there that's been, you know, incredibly successful. And, and I thought the West was balanced enough that maybe they could do something, but you know, Denver, obviously, and, and to be fair to other teams in the in the league, but the Lakers, I got to get you know they got to the conference finals. Other teams proved me wrong. They weren't you know they weren't that good, and and I don't think this year they're as good as they were last year. So um, I I, I got to believe when those guys look themselves in the eye, and I don't think it's thirteen or fifteen guys having a meeting, but I think that the two, three, four you know key guys are looking like just shaking their head, going man. Um, you know, enough's enough, man. We got enough problems. We don't need this on top of trying to win games the way it, they got their hands full right now, trying to win games with everybody. So, no, I, I, I think maybe finally his support, even among the players, is is beginning to erode or has eroded uh, in that locker room. Well, Coach, we greatly appreciate your time, and we also appreciate the restaurant recommendation. I, I, you know, I lived in Salt Lake City for a couple of years, like, you know, and <laughs> Valters, baby, Valters. You ever in Salt Lake, man? That's some fine that's Ita- so Italian that is, cuisine, that's good baby. A place there is, uh, without question. <laughs> oh, getting a three-point stance and attack, man. That was some good eating, Coach. We greatly I mean, appreciate. Will Hardy's doing a great job. I need them to win some more games. I, I need to go to need a salt lake trips for sure hey i'm taking kesty to irene's down in the quarter man so get ready that's another good spot a little creole italian i'll be hearing about it for sure fitz thanks all right coach thank you so much pj carlissimo joining us here on espn radio we'll get back to your phone calls at 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776 some very firm opinions from pj about draymond and the future of the warriors we react to that when you return right here on espn radio 
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Golden State Warriors forward Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. We'll get to more of your phone calls at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your opinions are valued. What are you, what's your reaction to Draymond Green suspended indefinitely by Adam Silver and the NBA? With Aaron Goldhammer in for Amber Wilson on me and Fitzsimmons. Aaron, we just talked to P.J. Carlissimo. If you are just tuning in, yeah. uh, you know multiple rings with the San Antonio Spurs as a top assistant to Pop. Gold medals, you name it, been around the game of basketball for since he came out of the womb. And we asked him, would you trade for Draymond Green? And here's what he said. No. No. Why? Definitely not. Just because I don't want to deal with that. I, you know, I, I just, he walks that line that I am going to compete and, and play the way I want to play talk to officials the way I want to talk to them. And if, if I've got to step up and, and show that I can't be punked or whatever, I'm going to do what I want to do. It's too hard to coach a team that way. You can't have somebody like that. You can't, you can't look your other guys in the eye, particularly your young guys who go, we're not having any of that except for him. You can't, you can't coach that way. You can't win that way. Ian, I understand what PJ's saying, but I think they're definitely – teams in the NBA that would want to trade for Draymond Green if the Warriors decided they'd had enough. Um, there were teams lining up to try to sign him in free agency just a couple of months ago. I'm not sure I understand really how much has really changed, but what I wonder from your perspective, I mean, do you think, because I hadn't even really gone here, I guess, in my head with this news, but do you think that the Warriors now would move him? Do you think there's a way he's played his last game in Golden State? I don't see that. No, I, I don't either. And going back to when we talked to Kendra Andrews in the previous hour when, after this news popped, about an hour and 20 minutes ago, you know, she brought up how, how like, this is Steph Curry's top running mate, and, and they are thicker than thieves. And she also went on to say that she believes Steph's going to have a, a, a serious heart-to-heart with Draymond Green. And I believe that would go further than any anger management and counseling, which it, 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 there's being reported that the NBA is having him do. And that that's the NBA doing it, not Golden State, because as Kendra also told us, the Warriors last month, in the NBA's mind and in their eyes, lost their leverage with any discipline involving Draymond Green after they failed to hold him accountable for right. punching his teammate Jordan Poole in training camp last season. You know, I thought that a lot of the Draymond stuff was kind of an act, that it was sort of a style of play, Ian. 
until that Jordan Poole incident. The yeah. Jordan Poole incident is the one where I said, wow, not only is that over the line, and also, by the way, like the fact that that video got public in somebody in that organization or someone who had access said to hell to with it, it. Yeah. said that, that somebody wanted to make Draymond because if you hear a story about a punch in practice, that sounds like something that happens in every high school gym in the country. You know what I mean? But then when you actually see the brutality of it, it totally puts it in a different light. And that's the moment where I said, you know, Draymond's totally lost control and now it's just continued to spiral from there i thought pj had a great point that that punch last year ruined their season they were coming off being champions the west was wide open and it really they were never the same they were never the same level of connected after that moment which happened all the way back at the start of training camp then they decided to let jordan pool go and they re-signed draymond to a $100 million contract, Ian. They didn't just give him a couple of bucks at the end of the career, of his career. They signed him on the first minute of the start of free agency to a giant contract. There is no doubt in my mind, not one zilp, zero zilch, nada, not one doubt that in large part, this suspension, this indefinite suspension, is the NBA and Adam Silver not wanting an all-out brawl on his court. Yeah, Not wanting someone to say, you know what, I am sick and tired of this. They haul off, knock the snot out of Draymond Green, bench is clear, and all of a sudden, bam, we're talking about you know that, this, that, that brawl that Draymond Green instigated. Right. And we're talking about 20 years from now, just like the malice of the palace. Yep. This and is not the Steph 80s. Curry. This is not the 90s where yeah. it was commonplace. Yeah. He does not want that happening. And yeah, what happens if Steph Curry gets caught up in the middle of it trying to break it up and he gets the, the snot knocked out of him? Yeah. I mean, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but Ian, but as you were saying that, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Do you think the league wants one of its darling faces of all time, one of its most popular players in the history of the league, caught up in the midst of this? The one thing to me that would ship Draymond right out of Golden State is if Steph went to Mike Dunleavy or Steve Kerr and said, I'm done. I don't want to play with well, this guy. I wouldn't even say and, it'd be I, I'm done. I don't see that happening. I, I, would, but I would say it had to be the opposite. Them going to, to Steph going, all right, are you okay with this? And he signed off and gave his blessing. Mm. You know, is, I don't think he would go to them if they came to him. And I don't even know if that would happen. But I do know that this is a culmination of multiple incidents, not just this year. Yeah. Again, it's his third suspension, and the fat man hadn't come down the chimney yet, man. It's, a, it's I mean, something else. Like, he's getting ejected. He's now been either ejected or suspended from more games than he's played in and completed. There's a better chance he's either going to be suspended or thrown out than he's going to be able to play four quarters of basketball. I mean, t- take playing well out of the equation here completely. Do you think Steph would have to approve any move? Do you think that? Yeah, they, just said that. Yeah, he'd have yeah. to give his blessing. He'd have yeah. to give his okay. blessing. Okay. John, yep. John in Michigan. John, you're on ESPN Radio. Your reaction? Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, sure. You know, it's pretty cool to follow Coach Carlissimo. I was at the national championship game as a nine-year-old boy watching Michigan beat Seton Hall in that game. But uh, as I just said, I'll qualify myself as a Michigan graduate, Michigan fan. Um, never been a huge fan of Draymond, but when he got to the NBA, I really respected, you know, what he did as an undersized big man and, and just the things he accomplished 
and now you know you guys have talked about his legacy, and he's tarnishing it. I mean, starting with you know the thing with LeBron, and you know ruining their record-breaking regular season, and letting the Cavs win that championship, and then you know to the stuff with uh, the Kings last year, and now um, you know the incidents with Jordan Poole, and then these two. I mean, the stuff he's getting into is almost criminal in nature, and it's it's tarnishing not only his legacy, but, you know, all of the things that the Warriors accomplished over the years. I did mention, Ian, to you, and thank you for the call, I did mention to you in a break, I mean, if if you do to a person what Draymond did to Yusef Nurkic in a bar or on the street, the police are definitely getting involved. The Jordan Poole thing, jail time is definitely getting involved. Right. So I know these guys don't play by the same rules and what happens on a professional court and all of that. I mean, you know, it, 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 it to me, at some point, you've got to be able to draw a line. And this is not the Warriors, but the league doing just that. Man, it's uh, it, <laughs> it's one where it's like PJ said, you know what? Not surprised. I mean, his initial reaction was, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's Draymond. Not surprised. We'll get to more. We'll continue with your calls. Your reaction to Draymond Green being suspended indefinitely at 888-CESPN here on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Warriors forward Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. The league has made it very clear that Draymond's history does play a role with these decisions from now on. And I know a lot of people in the organization are feeling surprised and a little taken aback by just how long that is. This is a culmination suspension. This is a body of work that has led to Adam Silver saying, you know what, that's it, you're done until I say so, because right now you are embarrassing not just yourself, the team, but this league. Well, Darren Goldhammer in for Amber Wilson on me and Fitzsimmons. We'll get to more of your reaction to Draymond Green being suspended indefinitely. The number to call is 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Uh, and Aaron, you know, P.J. Carlissimo, he, he was <laughs> – you could tell he was he was done, fed up, when uh, the coach joined us about half an hour ago with his re- his initial reaction. Before we hear from, from – in case you are just tuning in – how PJ believes this incident, this latest incident, is going is going to play in the Golden State locker room, and would he want Draymond on his team? When we asked for his initial reaction, he was basically like, "Hey, not surprised. Don't really have one. I mean, are we, are we really shocked by this? I mean, it, it, no. it, it was it was well. Hold on. I mean, I was asking Aaron there. I mean, he was it was basically you know like deadpan. Like, are we really shocked that this happened? It's Draymond Green, right? And I'm I'm not shocked that it happened. Um, but I guess I'm. I, what surprised me a little bit is how soon after the last suspension he's now getting another suspension, uh, because it used to be that Draymond, at least for a while after an incident, things would calm down. The Warriors would go on a little winning streak. They'd get back into the Western Conference playoff mix. 
Um, but this happens so rapidly. It just is so evident to me that there's no – he doesn't think that he's doing anything wrong. It just is fitting in with who Draymond Green has always been. And ultimately, like, listen, if you treat – if you don't draw the line with someone and they keep realizing, I can get away with this, I can get away with this, I can get away with this, only with league suspensions but no harm done to the Warriors organization in the locker room, they just gave him a $100 million contract again. I mean, at some point – a line has to be drawn and a sort of a greater punishment has to be there. I think that's what Adam Silver at least is trying to do here. PJ Carlissimo, when we asked him how will this play in the locker room, his answer was? I, I got to believe when those guys look themselves in the eye, and I don't think it's 13 or 15 guys having a meeting, but I think that the two, three, four you know, key guys are looking like just shaking their head going, man. Um, you know, enough's enough, man. We got enough problems. We don't need this on top of trying to win games the way it, they got their hands full right now trying to win games with everybody. So, you know, I, I, I think maybe finally his support, even among the players, is, is beginning to erode or has eroded uh, in that locker room. Ian, I guess there's only one way I could see them making a move with him, which is the most powerful person within the Warriors is not Mike Dunleavy and it's not Steve Kerr and it's not even Joe Lacob. It's Steph Curry. And so if Steph turned on Draymond or said, hey, as you pointed out, you know, maybe he doesn't have to say get him out of here, but he has to say I would be OK with you guys deciding to move on from this then I think that would be their impetus door open to go ahead and let him go. But I just think they're in so deep with a four-time champion for their organization that I find it hard to believe at this point, after he's punched Jordan Poole in the face and they punished Poole, you know, by by saying, how dare you get in the way of his fist, that this is going to be the thing that puts him over the top. I don't buy that. I think he'll definitely play another game in a Warrior uniform. Oh, yeah. I don't think Steph, even if Steve Kerr, you know, Mike Dunleavy, uh, the GM of, of, of the Warriors, came to Steph going, hey, we've got a team that wants him. You okay if we move on? I don't think he'd give the blessing. I really don't. I mean, they, they, as Kendra Andrews pointed out when she joined us an hour ago, who knows that team inside and out, those two are very, very close. We also asked P.J. Carlissimo, would you want Draymond Green on your team? Would you make a move to go get him if you're another team in the NBA? His answer? No. No. Why? Definitely not. Just because I don't want to deal with that. I, you know, I, I just he walks that line that I am going to compete and, and play the way I want to play, talk to officials the way I want to talk to them, and if, if I've got to step up and, and show that I can't be punked or whatever, I'm going to do what I want to do, it's too hard to coach a team that way. You can't have somebody like that. You can't, you can't look your other guys in the eye, particularly your young guys, and go, we're not having any of that except for him. You can't, you can't coach that way. You can't win that way. Let's go to the phones with Aaron Goldhammer on me and Fitzsimmons here on ESPN Radio, 888-729-3776. Damon in Oakland, your reaction. Hey, so Draymond Green is an embarrassment. I've been in Oakland forever, and I, I just don't like the way that he represents our city. Draymond does well on the court, but as a man, I know he does well off the court, but on the court, uh, fighting people just, uh, as we like to say, willy-nilly is not a good thing. Uh, I studied law, and one thing that I remember doing a paper on was 
when sports crosses the line. And I think that Draymond should be looked at for getting um, charges brought up against him for battery. Uh, it meets the the definition of battery, an, unlaw- an unlawful touching of another without permission, doing so intentionally. And I believe that that's what Draymond has done repeatedly. I mean, Damon, there's no, appreciate the call, there's no weapon involved here. I mean, that's yeah, when all right. of a sudden come law on, enforcement on, would be brought oh, in. Come on. Right. This, is, this is on a professional. <laughs> there's no precedent for that whatsoever to, to suddenly bring the law into this. I also just want to point out, like, Draymond Green has not had one that I'm aware of. Maybe I'm missing something. I don't think he's had one off-the-court incident. The problem is what happens during the 48 minutes of the game. It's like the inverse of a lot of these issues. So, like, John Morant, for example, doesn't get in fights on the court. It's what he's doing off the court that's such a problem that led to his 25-game suspension. With Draymond, he is, I think, a great representative of Northern California. You know, I, th- there's no issue Does with Does charity work? I mean, yeah, I, I get it. Yes, at all. Yes. That's why this is so Head scratching. And, and, and right. drive, if, you're, if you're in the Warriors front office, if you're Steve Kerr, if you're on that coaching staff, you're going, why can't I get that guy consistently on the court and just dial it back? I mean, can, can we get a little bit of the community guy yep. on the court Yep. To try and control the bad guy. He's like he's a damn Hulk, man, where all of a sudden we got Bruce Banner off the floor, yep. but we've got terror on the court, and he can't control that rage. And, Laddie and, in Virginia. Laddie, you're on ESPN Radio. What do you got? What's up, Laddie? Laddie, going once. Going twice. He gone. Jonathan in North Carolina. Jonathan, you're on ESPN Radio. Come, Jonathan, John, guys, be ready. Right. Yes. Can you Go ahead, me? Jonathan. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> this is question. Question. What in basketball terms, I guess, does an indefinite suspension really mean? Does that mean he could be back in four games, or does it mean he can be back, he won't be back at all? And they it don't seems know. when you're dealing with Draymond, this kind of not really nebulousness is the problem. They, I mean, they, they, we're not bringing the hammer down on him hard enough, definitively enough. Go ahead, I'm listening. And I appreciate the call. We appreciate the call. I, I don't. I don't think the NBA knows when he's going to be back. I think that this meeting that's going to happen between the Warriors and Adam Silver and Draymond's representation, like I think that's going to sort of set the parameters for it. And I, my guess is, Ian, there are going to be a certain number of boxes. You talked about anger management and classes. Kendra and, Andrews brought that up when she joined us. He's going to have to go through a process. Right, and that's what I would expect. And however long that takes, I don't know that the league knows. And then he also has to stay on course to be back so I think they didn't want to put a number on it do you think he'll miss 10 games I, I don't I don't know I I, I, think I would be I don't know that anybody can answer uh, that yet we are what 12 days before Santa comes calling I don't think there's any way in in hell that he'll Draymond Green Christmas is Day. back before the new year yeah yep so I mean you're looking at least until 2024 and then who knows how long after that I mean, you know, Kendra mentioned he's going to have to go to counseling, um, whether that means anger management, whatever. I have no earthly idea, but counseling is involved. So you're going to have to have that person check off, right? I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's going to have to do 
certain things with Golden State and and the in the NBA with Adam Silver's office in order to earn his way back onto the floor. Can, can we just mention the silver thing, the silver piece of this? Um, Ian, I think he has to take a certain amount of responsibility. Look, I know he wants to be a player's commissioner, okay? And he definitely has a different style than David Stern. But if David Stern was the commissioner of this league, he would have handled Draymond Green much differently than Adam Silver has. And I don't know that this would have ever escalated to this point. Do you agree? Yes and no, because remember, Stern was... Part of that in the 80s and 90s, man, he saw a lot of blood on the floor, but this is a completely different game, and I know that was a completely different era. Uh, Lisa in Illinois. Lisa, you're on ESPN Radio. Your reaction to Draymond Green being suspended indefinitely. Thank you, gentlemen. Happy holidays. Back at Uh, you. So first of all, I think Steph Steph Curry's window to be a a peacemaker or, or intermediate area or counselor or whatever I think that's over. When he got when Green got suspended in the playoffs, and then when he cold cocked his teammate, those were his opportunities to step in and say, "Dude, can't do that. Too late." Same thing with Steve Kerr. I like both of them. I, nothing personal against any of them, and even uh, Dunleavy. I think he's great. Also, they had their chance to step in. It's that window has closed. It's over. League needs to step in. The man needs to be suspended. Get I. I, I hate to say this, but I hope there's some kind of financial penalty with this because sometimes a suspension is just a nice vacation with pay. And I really think in order to send a message, you also have to hit him in the pocketbook. Yeah, he's suspended with pay. Uh, Ian and I were talking about this. $150,000 a game is what he is going to miss, however long he is out. Because he just signed, again, a brand spanking new contract a few months ago. 154th grand a game. That is three times the uh, average amount of what the average American makes. But Draymond's and, made and how it, many hundred million in his career? About, that's where I was going. That's a so, drop in the bucket. And, and that Look, does it matter to him? Yes, uh, as far as the money goes. But um, is it the end-all, be-all? Hell no. John in South Carolina, quickly. John, you're on ESPN Radio. Your reaction to Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. Well, you just keep coddling somebody, as we've always known. You know, you spoil a child, and until you cut it off completely, they just keep getting worse and worse. Hey, what about a civil lawsuit on this guy? And where is the players' union representing these guys who are getting beat up all the time? Aren't there some sort of rules in the union about this thing where, hey, listen, guy, you signed up, you're supposed to do this, that, and the other. I know he's a star and they don't want to do that, but where's the union in this thing that represents these guys who are getting beat up? Well, the union will be siding with Draymond Green being suspended indefinitely. That's where they're going to fight their fight. And we are living in such a litigious society. I mean, you know, we've had, this is the third lawsuit call we've had. One dude's wanting to call for battery. Let me tell you something. If Miles Garrett didn't get, didn't, wasn't, wasn't charged <laughs> with hitting Mason Rudolph in the head with a football helmet, I promise you 
that you know Draymond Green is not being prosecuted or charged I'll tell, I'll tell for a backhanded hit to when the face the of Yusef Nurkic or lawsuits. If Draymond took a chair and <laughs> right, hit Yusef Nurkic over the head with it, okay, it wrestling stuff. Okay, at that point, I think security comes in. May, I think, that's, a, that's even a maybe. Right? <laughs> <laughs> when uh, we are in such a sewer hell, everybody society. wants the cops and lawsuits. Oh, now look, Draymond's gone over the line, but I don't know that we need to bring law enforcement <laughs> right. into this. Oh my gosh, man, if this was New York, right? I mean, we're calling up Tom Selleck from Blue Bloods going, hey man, get your boys involved. Closing ceremonies Shut are on up, deck Tom. when you return here on ESPN Radio. What might Steph Curry's message be to Draymond Green? Kendra Andrews answers that question coming up in about 60 seconds with Aaron Goldhammer on me and Fitzsimmons. You're on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM channel. Lady reminder, bowl season? Oh, it's here, partner. I'll be in New Orleans, man, uh, this weekend for the New Orleans Bowl. Myrtle Beach before that. We got a 115 New Orleans time kick between Jacksonville State and the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana. You'll be able to hear the college football playoff semifinals and all the bowl games, the national championship right here on your home for college football, ESPN Radio. Aaron, before we hear from Kendra Andrews, I, I can't emphasize this enough. There is zero doubt in my mind. And I think you agree with this, that yeah. Adam Silver was worried about just an awful moment that could potentially could happen on the floor with an all-out brawl the way Draymond Green was going this year with already two suspensions, coming off a five-game suspension, and he just hauls off and, and hits Yusef Nurkic right in the face. And at some point, somebody was going to get tired of it, and we may have had a bench-clearing brawl. Yeah, I think that's a big piece of this. The other thing that could have happened is Draymond could hurt somebody. You know, we had some caller was asking about the union sticking up for the other players who are on the receiving end of these punches. Like, it's actually a a legitimate thought that somebody could really get hurt. Uh, And then what would the situation be? Then how would Adam Silver answer those questions? So, you know, I, I felt like you had to go beyond a stereotypical suspension. You already tried that this year and it didn't work. So now they go indefinite to really try to A, send Draymond a message and me then maybe then also give him some tools that he needs in order to be able to play a month of season without getting ejected. Kendra Andrews, ESPN NBA reporter, knows the Warriors extraordinarily well. We asked her, what do you think Steph Curry's message might be to his good friend Draymond Green? Here's what she said. You have to have a blunt conversation. You know, I can't imagine that there haven't already been conversations between the two of them over the years, right? Not just with Rudy, not just after the Sabonis incident, not just after this incident, but for years, Steph and Draymond have that relationship where they can have very, very frank and honest conversations with each other. And Steph has become a guy who, with his whole team, can call them out, say that we need more, get them in line, but especially with Draymond. And I have no doubt that those two have had discussions about this and will continue to have discussions uh, because, again, you look at the people that are closest to Draymond within this organization. Bob Myers used to be one of them. Steve Kerr is another and Stephen Curry is another. And after Draymond came back from his last suspension, something he said that stuck out to me in his his press conference was he doesn't care what we say. He doesn't care what NBA fans say. The people that he cares about, that's what he will listen to. The people who he impacts. And number one on that list of who he's impacting is Stephen Curry. I don't know. Big sigh from Goldie. <laughs> it's like, I, I just yeah. don't know. If, that may be Steph Curry right now, by the way, going, dude. I, I mean, 
They've won four titles together, right? They seem to be close, and Steph stood by him through punching another one of their teammates in the face. I don't know that I really see Steph now all of a sudden saying, hey, Dre, you really crossed the line. Draymond didn't take this seriously in the postgame press conference last night. I think it's another reason why Silver took the step that he took. He was kind of joking around, and he had a lame explanation about he didn't do it really on purpose, and he sort of half apologized, but he didn't really apologize. I think one of the most interesting things from Kendra, she told us Warriors stunned when they got this news. You know, I think they expected, hey, you know, another five games, you know, we'll, we'll see you in a couple Maybe of weeks. Maybe 10, see you after yeah, Christmas. Yeah, right, exactly. I don't think they – the indefinite thing now is caught everybody's attention, and I think that's the, the, the intention of it. Aaron in North Carolina. Aaron, you're on ESPN Radio. Your thoughts? Hey, I just want to quickly shine my light on this. I think that Graymon is – he's really a punk. And I feel like if you really pay attention to everybody that he picks on and he does this against, there are people that doesn't fight back. He would not do this to a Kendrick Perkins or a Kenyon Martin um, or Rasheed Wallace. And I can go on even like a Oakley Shaq or, or Barkley. He would not do that to people that will actually fight I back. I totally, Aaron, I totally, sorry to cut you off, buddy, but I totally disagree with that. He kicked Steven Adams in the groin. Ian, I don't know if there is a tougher SOB in the NBA than the giant seven foot three guy from New Zealand who's going to rip your face off. I don't think Draymond is, you know, backs down from anybody. He doesn't give a damn. I agree with you. Greg in Arizona. Greg, you're on ESPN Radio quickly. Take my calls, but I disagree with both of you, and I agree with the past caller. This clown would have played back in the 90s. They let the players dictate the punishment. Charles Oakley would have blasted him in the face, not even get a foul. He's not pulling his crap. The, the Detroit bad boys get a hold of his little bitch ass. Get- it's a different era, Greg. It's a completely different era, and that era is long gone. We lived it. We saw it. Today, that, that, that it's a different brand I, of I basketball. I question a lot of things about Draymond. I wouldn't question his toughness. I think no. he and Lame Beer would st- – I think they're cut from the same cloth. I think I, they'd stand right up to each other. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they would go toe-to-toe. Now, Lame Beer might get him, or Oak might – You know, I mean, my money would be on Charles Oakley, as a matter of fact, against <laughs> Draymond Green. But maybe it's because we actually saw it, you know. But b- bottom line is this. I don't expect to see him until 2024. Yeah, yeah I mean, and that's both of us expect to see him goes. back in Golden State, too, which yeah, is going to become I, a story as this unravels. Yep, I, I completely agree. More with this on Game Night with Q Myers and Emmett Golden. Aaron, I always appreciate it, man. Thanks for filling in for Aaron Thanks, tonight. Ian. Always enjoy it. For James Steele, Ryan Matlock, I'm Ian Fitzsimmons. Game Night's next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this, too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.